Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Over the next hour, you'll hear what's going on in the sports world from a Christian's perspective. Now, here's your host, Roman Gabriel III. Riding the horse back in the saddle again. Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio from our Boone Studios. Right here in the gorgeous Appalachian Trail, the Appalachian Mountains of North Carolina. Beautiful boon as we get ready for fall. The leaves starting to turn as uh, winter not too far away. What a, what a great summer it's been. I hope you've had a great summer. Uh, last couple weeks um, have been preparing, uh, getting ready for our sold-out program, traveling, and um, looking forward to another great year of servicing young students, junior high and high school students in western Michigan, Tennessee, and, of course, North Carolina right here where I am in the Tar Heel State. Uh, also, huge, huge uh, travel month for me. I, I have been all over the place. Um, earlier this summer, of course, we were in Canton, Ohio for the Hall of Fame. And, of course, we got some great news about that shoot. Um, if you remember, we were there shooting Coach Tony Dungy, uh, Indianapolis Colts Super Bowl champion who was inducted in the Hall of Fame, along with guys like Brett Favre and Kenny Stabler and Orlando Pace and um, Marvin Harrison. Um, it, it was just a great week. Um, in Canton. So we're looking forward to uh, uh, reintroducing uh, our DVD from 10 years ago that came out about Coach Dungy, Sold Out Faith, Family, and Football. It was a retrospective of, of following him for one year during his Super Bowl victory, becoming the first African-American coach to win the Super Bowl, and more importantly, a uh, huge Christian influence as a coach, a person, and now, of course, with NBC Sports. But um, for every player and coach, uh, there's a dream, and that dream is first to make the NFL, then it's to win the Super Bowl. But for those few greats, in this case, uh, uh, a few hundred, uh, you got the opportunity to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, and Coach Dungy has done that, and we're looking forward to re-releasing. Uh, it'll be called Hall of Fame Coach Dungy uh, Super Bowl, so we'll let you know all about that as we hope to launch that as we get closer to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. And, of course, um, if you haven't heard, we will be in Houston, Texas, uh, God willing, uh, for an incredible week of faith, family, and football at Super Bowl 51 in Houston. So we're looking forward to, as usual, bringing you the full go, 24-hour day, 365 coverage that will start. Um, oh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. It'll start on Monday night with uh, with the media day, media night now, and we'll take you all the way to February 5th, Super Bowl Sunday from Houston. Last time it was there was 10 years ago, and we had a great uh, time there. They did a great job of hosting it. Of course, one of the great Super Bowls of all time uh, was that Super Bowl with the New England Patriots on a last-second field goal uh, by Adam Benatieri over our own Carolina Panthers here. And, of course, 10 years later, the Panthers beat by the Broncos in the Super Bowl. So our Panthers trying to get back to the Super Bowl again. And um, so far... Uh, one and one, uh, lost to the defending champion Broncos on Monday night. And uh, by the way, welcome to football season. We're always excited here. You know that's my favorite time. So we're looking forward to bringing you. We'll have our first Roman on Roman on uh, college and pro football, Roman on sports. At the end of our program, we'll get you the best matchups. And again, that's my picks for what I think are the most interesting NFL and college football games. Uh, so we'll see uh, what we're going to, what my picks will be. So hang in there. Uh, for the last segment on that. Special guest rolling in. We're going to talk some college football with a young lady, Rachel Barbo. Uh, she is incredible. 
uh, works for Sirius XM. She does an incredible college football broadcast, hosts of college football playoff national championship. She's been an internet anchor, a sideline reporter. She, again, is on XM Radio, uh, CBS Sports, Yahoo. And uh, this young lady uh, has, has got a lot going for her. We're looking forward to visiting with her and her coming in today. We'll talk some football with her, and we'll also talk to you about her special life. I tell you what, she's done some incredible things. Uh, including being a big-time climber. So we'll talk to her about that and some of the charitable things she does. But she's always on the story, so we'll look forward to having Rachel come in with us right here in the next segment on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Uh, By the way, if it's been a while, uh, you can catch us on our school program for junior high and high school athletes. You can do that at www.soldouttv.com. Again, check out over 170 cool videos of athletes, coaches, entertainers, uh, Marine, um, all sorts of cool stuff from people who are alcohol abstinent and who are strong in their faith and who are incredible in what they've accomplished in their life. But more importantly, which is what this show is all about, what they've accomplished off the field and uh, away from the spotlight, how they use that platform to influence other people's lives, and that's what we're all about. It's sold out. Also, for you sports fans out there, um, just revamped it. Uh, FSPN, Face Sports Programming Network. Go to fspn.net. Check us out there. All sorts of cool stuff. I've also got stuff up from our Hall of Fame visit out there, interviews with John Gruden, Tony Dungy, and others uh, from that week. Uh, also, you can catch us on all of our platforms, uh, and that would be Instagram at Roman Gabriel 3 uh, Twitter at Roman Gabriel 3 and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3 fan page. For you uh, youngsters out there, junior high to college, you can catch us up sold out uh, on Twitter. That's sold out 41, the handle, the number, sold out 41. Uh, also on uh, Facebook at sold out and Instagram at sold out as well. Um, and you can catch us, uh, Roman Gabriel, through on Instagram, too. So a lot of stuff to catch up with. We're always updating those seven days a week, 365 days a year. So if you want your students to have the opportunity to learn some very valuable life skills, to hear from people that they look up to from the entertainment and sports business, from pop culture, but positive role models making a difference in people's lives, and, and we're going to teach them, we're going to educate them, we're going to encourage them, we're going to challenge them, and it really is one of the most unique programs I've ever been involved in, and we've used technology to our advantage, and what kids tell us and students tell us is that they love our website at soldouttv.com, and especially our video page with over 170 videos. You just go to the top of soldouttv.com, click on videos, and your kids have a one-stop shop for some incredible information, entertainment, and fun uh, which they can catch on their cell phone, whether that's Droid or iPhone, or on their iPad or on their computer. And uh, we're looking forward to, uh, of course, I want to thank everybody. Um, this last week, Pender County, Thursday and Friday, one of my favorite places to go, uh, right on the southeast coast, right near my hometown of Wilmington, North Carolina. We had a great time. Uh, I want to thank Robbie Colley, the, uh, the uh, student service director, who is always prepared. We talked to the middle school students, had a great time. Uh, out there with them introducing our new video for this year, kicking it off and introducing our brand new program, uh, which basically teaches kids how to access all of our platforms, how to take our, th- our four-step student pledge uh, in the assembly and as well as taking responsibility to go online and visit with their parents as part of that pledge to be alcohol and drug abstinent. So had a great time at Pender County. 
Um, looking forward uh, to a lot of scheduling. We'll let you know. Uh, you can go to my different pages and check uh, check it out at soldouttv.com. We'll have our full schedule up very soon for you in the next week or so. Uh, but really looking forward to this school year and some very special announcements uh, as to our FSPN network, our Face Sports Programming Network. Uh, we will launch our new iTunes application called FSPN Pro Football for all you football fans out there. And what that will be is uh, that will not be compilations of scores and, and, and you know all sorts of tedious information about the NFL and injuries and who's playing who and lines and all that kind of stuff. It will be a faith-based faith, family, and football programming where you'll hear from high-impact athletes and coaches about their life and what they do and what they're all about, stories behind the scenes, all sorts of cool stuff at FSPN at our iTunes application, and we'll be announcing that very soon. Um, This is going to be a huge Super Bowl. We've got a lot uh, going on. And um, we're looking forward to announcing some really big things here in the next month or so about Super Bowl and about Houston and about some incredible uh, events and opportunities that we're going to make available to you. And, of course, our American family audience is always in on everything that goes with us in Houston coming up at Super Bowl 51. Can you believe it? We're already third week of the season. We'll have your schedule for the NFL and college football as well as the FedEx Cup uh, is going as well and also the race for the chase and NASCAR. So there's a ton of stuff going on. When we come back on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio, Rachel Barable will be with us from XM Sports. Hi, I'm Meredith Kirk, LPGA teaching professional and the Mrs. South Carolina 2014. You are listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio, Faith, Family, and Sports, one hour every Saturday night at 8.06 Eastern, 7.06 Central. Go to our website at Faith Sports Programming Network at fspn.net. With us coming in, we love to have women that are power players in the world of sports, and this young lady is certainly that. Uh, joining us from Sirius XM College Sports Nation host, uh, storyteller, somebody who uh, – well, you follow her on Twitter, Rachel Joy Barbo, and you will find uh, Isaiah 4031 uh, mount up like wings of the eagles. And um, she is a former Auburn graduate with us. Rachel Barbo, sportscaster. Rachel, how are you? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? Hey, I'm fabulous. Blessed. Um, what a great opportunity to have you come in. And, of course, I follow you on Twitter. That's kind of how you and I got to know each other a little bit. But uh, it's awesome to uh, – not too, not too far down the road from Boone, North Carolina, in Nashville. I was just there a few weeks ago, uh, but a beautiful place to, to live and, and uh, work, right? It is. Um, and I moved here a year ago on literally on a wing and a prayer. Um, I had lost my father unexpectedly in 2014. And um, when he, and I was his only child, and when he passed away, he was uh, 50 days uh, retired, 40 days retired, I should say. And he had a manila folder of the places that he was looking to move and the houses he was looking to buy and the next life that he was he was going to move into. And so when he passed away, I was, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't permanently in Atlanta. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to pray on this. And I prayed for about six months and I prayed for signs and I prayed for 
direction, and uh, there was a couple of other places I was looking at, but uh, after praying very hard, I decided, uh, God gave me the sign that Nashville was the place in March of 2015, and in June of 2015, I was a homeowner, uh, my very first home, so I say it's uh, it's like my, my home and my dad's home. I have all his things here. Um, I feel him here, his, his spirit, and I know he's in heaven with the Lord, and so... Um, yeah, that's the story behind being here. It really was it wasn't for a job or a man. It was uh, through prayer and careful consideration, and and now I'm here and I put down roots and I really really love it here. I'm incredibly happy here. Rachel Joy Barbo with us, uh, Sirius XM College Sports Nation host, and um, uh, they call you the SECologist. And of course, if you went to Auburn, you love college football. So tell me about the love of college football and how you got into College Sports Nation and getting into broadcasting. Yeah, you know, um, wow. Uh, you know, for me, I, I'd grown it watching, I'd, I'd watched it growing up. Uh, my grandmother had the Falcons on, or she had Auburn on, or, or she had, you know, other sports on, um, the Braves to be exact, on that big TV, you know, encased in wood, sat on the floor. I'm sure we all remember those. Um, and then as, you know, as I grew and got older, my, I had two brothers that played everything from baseball, basketball, archery, tennis, BMX, bike racing, football. I mean, they were everywhere. My mom was a saint to get them everywhere. And um, so I grew up around it. But I, I think one of the first salient moments for me of loving it was my stepdad was an Alabama fan, and he would stop the VHS tape and kind of rewind it and, and explain to me um, what, you know, what a three-step drop was, what a five-step drop was, you know, what a defensive intention was, you know, a single high safety, those things. And and so it, um, it really opened up my eyes in a way to the game that I did not previously know. And, and then when I was in college, um, I was uh, going to be a general assignment reporter and, and worked for the campus TV station and got a, a assignment to go out and cover a, a football game that happened with the Auburn-Syracuse game. And it went into, like, triple overtime. We were there at, like, 1.30 in the morning, and it was my first taste down the sidelines. And I just I went, oh, my gosh, <laughs> this is it. Um, and I think for me, uh, beyond that, um, it is just such a beautiful game in so many ways. You know, the game is a maker of men, if you if you allow it. We have so many good, godly men that are that are you know, yes, they they care about winning, but they also care about molding these young men and making them good fathers, good husbands, good citizens, good sons, good brothers. And you know, have been so fortunate, so fortunate, and I. I live my life in such a way that I pinch myself on a daily basis. But I've been so fortunate to be around um, amazing men like Bobby Bowden is a, is a friend of mine and, and Frank Beamer. And um, I, I know about who Nick Saban is behind all of the, you know, the facade and the, the toughness. And so many men like that that are, that are real um, makers of men just did an interview yesterday with Coach Pat Dye. And, um, just the lessons that they impart to their, their players, the game itself, what it teaches young men, um, and what it can teach you life lessons to people that just love it. And I often joke, I say, you know, if football were a man, I would have married him a long time ago. I, I do <laughs> love it. it. It doesn't define who I am, but I definitely have a love affair with the sport and more importantly, the people in it. And I, I you know, that for me is I, I go to games, I cover them. But I am so fortunate that I get to tell the story behind the story, and, and I'm so grateful for that. Rachel Barbo with us, Sirius XM College Sports Nation host and um, also a Heisman voter. Um, 
Tell me, tell me about that. That's a, kind of a cool thing to be uh, uh, have a vote as, uh, for the Heisman, and um, we we have a front runner already. What front runners sometimes don't do very well, but this young man, Greg Ward from uh, University of Houston, is a heck of a player. The quarterback from Louisville. Yes. Um, so, so uh, the, what a, what a job he did against Florida State the other day. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you'll you'll hear a common theme in some of my stories, and it's my daddy. Um, but I was, uh, I have his recliner and something that he loved in life a lot. And, um, I sit in it and, uh, and it's not a coincidence, but when I write for Gridiron Now and write some of these stories that are really life changing, people open up to me about stories they've never told anyone else. Um, oftentimes the best place I write is right in my recliner, my father's recliner. And so, uh, last year I was sitting in the recliner checking email and, uh, opened up an email and, and it said, you know, I'm going to cry now. It said, congratulations, Rachel Barbeau, you're now a Heisman voter. And I had to reread it like four times. And um, I bawled like a baby. I mean, I just cried happy tears. And, you know, I thought about my dad and my grandmother, who's also in heaven. But I just thought about all the women that had come before me and that will come after me. And what a prestigious, prestigious honor. Um, only 870 people on this planet vote for them for this, this award, and I'm one of them. And I just think I had all, I thought about all I had been through and, and everything that I had done and sacrificed to be where I am today and, and the places I will go with God by my side and leading me and driving the car that is my life. And, uh, it, you know, I gave glory to God, but it is just really an amazing honor. And yes, Lamar Jackson, Greg Ward, but particularly Lamar Jackson, uh, has got the entire country captivated. Uh, you know, I, I saw a tweet by Michael Vick that said, don't get it twisted, Michael, excuse me, don't get it twisted, Lamar Jackson is five times the player I was at Virginia Tech. And when Michael Vick, who is a special, special athlete himself, um, when he says something like that about you, that's high, high praise. Rachel Barbeau with us from Sirius XM College Sports Nation. And, um, you know, one of the responsibilities of all of us for Christians is just taking care of our bodies, mind, and soul. And yeah. um, you, you're taking the body to a different level. You climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, you need to tell me how that came about and why in the <laughs> world you were doing that. Yeah, I, you know, some people actually climb that thing for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're nuts. Um, that is not something I would ever do for fun. My idea of fun is going fly fishing in a, in a clack, uh, clack, clack craft, uh, boat, uh, down in Jackson Hole and floating the snake or being down at, in 30A or down in the Dominican Republic with my family. That's my idea of fun. Climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, not my idea of fun. Um, but I met a, a gentleman named Kevin Turner, uh, back about, I guess it was about six or seven years ago and he walked into my radio studio to do a segment called Pay It Forward Friday, a segment that I created because I was finding so much negativity in sports, and I love sports, and sports is a deterrent for me, it's a release for me, it's a, you know, I don't have to worry about the negativity that's on the news, you know, and so what was happening around that time, I think, was that the Penn State stuff was breaking, and in college football was, uh, there was a lot of negative news, and so I said, let's create this segment called Pay It Forward Friday or people in the sports world that do more with their life, that we can highlight them and we can uh, we can celebrate them. We'll do it on a Friday as people are driving home. And uh, I think it'll be, you know, people will have their kids in the car and they'll want to listen. And so he was my, uh, my guest, and uh, he was a former fullback at Alabama, also with the Patriots and the Eagles. And he got the nickname the Anvil, the Immovable Force. Um, 
and through all that, um, all the awards, all the accolades, uh, he uh, was diagnosed with ALS. And we believe now, the research tells us, that repeated blows to the head um, are, are, in, are, are, to call, are a cause for that. And so he walked in, and he just inspired me to no end. And uh, I, I decided when he walked out that I was going to fight for him. And, and the long and short of it is I planned another event in Atlanta. It went okay. Um, but I'm not just an okay girl. <laughs> I don't do things just okay. And so I was sleeping one night and woke up on the couch and was watching a documentary I call uh, these people going up Kilimanjaro, and I thought, they look miserable. That looks like Mars. It's not even pretty. I mean, why would you do that? And turns out um, uh, I called the head of the foundation the next day and said, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, um, but what if we climbed Kilimanjaro for Kevin? Um, and she said, you are my, you are crazy, but you're my kind of crazy. And so that next spring we went, nine of us, and we raised uh, over $80,000 for ALS research in the Kevin Turner Foundation at 501c3. And it got turned into a movie that was narrated by the Mike Ditka. And if you had told a young Rachel Barbeau, um, who was really almost a prodigal uh, daughter, uh, you know, lost my way and, and gotten away from God in my 20s. If you had told me that that would one day I would climb a mountain for somebody, not only a mountain, the world's tallest freestanding mountain, and that they would make a movie about it and it would be narrated by Mike Ditka, I'd tell you to get out of town. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Just awesome. Rachel Barbo with us here on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Rachel, do me a favor. Um, can you stay over for a couple more minutes with us? I wanted to talk to you about one thing before you go. Absolutely. Uh, have, you, have you got a couple minutes? Okay, we'll talk to SiriusXM College Sports Nation host. Also, if you want to follow her on Twitter, you can do it at Rachel. That's R-A-C-H-E-L-B-A-R-I-B-E-A-U, at Rachel Barbeau. Or you can check her out at Gridiron Now or at Acme Radio uh, Live. Uh, but there's a lot of places. She's on the go all the time and, and telling great stories uh, not just about football, but about life. And so uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk to her about a favorite scripture that she has that's uh, that uh, has a lot to do with uh, being a strong Christian as well as uh, her background being a war eagle at Auburn, too. So back in a moment on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio with Rachel Barbeau. When we come back, stay in there. You're listening to American Family Radio. Sold out sports talk with Roman Gabriel. Sold out sports talk on American Family Radio. Faith, family, and sports, one hour with you. Thanks for coming in with us. We're with Rachel Barbo, Sirius XM College Sports Nation host. And, um, you know, we talk to athletes a lot and a lot of coaches and people who cover sports, and they have a favorite verse. Mine's Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future hope. 
Rachel, you got a great verse. Um, one of the, one of the one of the most powerful verses in the Bible, Isaiah forty thirty one. It says, "But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall man up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk, and not faint." So cool. Yeah, absolutely. Also, like uh, uh, Isaiah forty nine sixteen, where he talks about that he has us engraved on the palm of his hand, and I just think um, that is a pretty amazing thought to uh, to think that it says, see, I have written your name on my hand, and um, I've got a picture of that in my living room, a hand that literally looks like it has tattooed on it, uh, that verse, and I just think about both those, and I think about a, a loving father um, who just loves and adores us, and he created us, and he didn't make any accidents when he created us, and um, I, I, you know, I encourage people, you know, with my life, hopefully, but uh, for me, faith is a relationship. It's an intimate relationship with my maker. And I don't obey him because I have to, because I'm under a set of rules. I obey him because I try to obey him my best. I'm human. But because he is my father and he's a loving father and he created me and I love him and he's my provider and I'm in love with him. And that's why I obey him. And so for me, both of those um, verses mean so much to me in that regard. But but 4031 for sure, because... You know, certainly in sports or in this career and life, you know, he didn't promise us it would be easy. He just promised us it would be worth it. Rachel Barbeau, you can catch her uh, at Rachel Barbeau on Twitter, also at Gridiron Now. Uh, Sirius XM, College Sports Nation host, uh, she, she knows the SEC and she knows coaches and players. Um, Rachel, so appreciate you coming into Sold Out. Good luck with everything you're doing, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you down the road. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks, Rachel. Have a good one. Uh, what an interesting story. What a great job she does, and uh, definitely going to have her back. Uh, of course, uh, that was my buddy, T. Ray Grandstaff, who let us in from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. He's doing just fine and uh, working hard in uh, Arkansas as the state director there. Uh, shout out to him and his family. And uh, he's been through some tough things, but uh, back in the saddle, working with young student athletes all over the state, college, junior high, and high school, and what an incredible ministry that they have in Arkansas. Just You need to check them out at Arkansas FCA. Uh, I believe it's .com, but Arkansas FCA. If you just look it up and Google it, you can see all the great work that he's doing. I have a great heart for FCA as I served under T. Ray Grandstaff myself as the uh, Northwest Regional Director of Arkansas and also the State Director of Kansas. What an incredible ministry to young people and an opportunity, as we do here, to use sports and entertainment as a way to reach kids with the gospel and to reach coaches and to mentor kids into uh, excellent student-athletes. And the great thing about FCA, too, is it's available to all students. So uh, anytime I get an opportunity, uh, in fact, I was just at uh, University of the Cumberlands where my son Chad works and, and is a missions ministry there and in the state of Kentucky, and uh, he invited me to come out and speak a few weeks ago to their FCA and their opening meeting. They had about 450 student-athletes there, and uh, what an incredible night it was as we saw so many uh, so many young student-athletes commit to the Lord, so many come to the Lord for the first time making decisions and um, an incredible invitation time and fellowship time with coaches and young people getting ready for another semester of their uh, both academic and sports career. So, um, love the love everything about what they do. So it was a pleasure to be up there. Uh, of course, again, want to thank everybody in Pender County last week. Uh, my good friend Robbie Colley, for, former NC State graduate, of course, Wolfpack, 
always for the wolf pack. Um, of course, I was a wolf pack guy at the University of New Mexico, a pack of wolves, the Lobos. Uh, so thanks to Pender County and their great students, and I know that they're going to continue to come to our website at soldouttv.com, continue to benefit from all the cool stuff on their phones and computers, and continue to take that pledge. And we have a really cool QR code poster that goes in the schools where you can take your phone, click on the poster, it takes you to our pledge page, and then kids tell us what they're learning, uh, how they're being encouraged, share with us uh, sometimes some very personal things about what they're going through. And um, we're really pleased that they trust us to be able to do that, and we have the opportunity to influence so many junior high and high school students. Uh, also, shout out to the Los Angeles Rams. Come on now. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams had their home opener last week where they uh, upset the tough Seattle Seahawks in a very close-held close, close held tough game. But how about 90,000 at the Coliseum, the LA Coliseum, all that history there, the Olympics. And, of course, my dad played in the Coliseum in front of 90,000 every week in the late 60s and early 70s. So it's so cool. I guess that answers the question to the, to the NFL all these years about bringing a team back. And I know from my Facebook friends from my high school to Gore Hills High School, as well as my junior college at College of the Desert, uh, where I spent my first two years of college in Southern California. And, of course, um, so many of us that were incredible Rams fans. It's been a lot of years, but uh, welcome back. And so many fans, and I had no doubt in my mind uh, that the support would be there, and, and it definitely has been a lot of excitement. So Jeff Fisher should be excited about uh, two years of playing in the Coliseum as they build an incredible stadium uh, that's going to uh, change the way stadiums are seen. And if you happen to watch uh, Sunday Night Football last week, the Vikings and the Packers, they opened a brand-new stadium. And, of course, the Super Bowl will be there in two years in Minneapolis. What an incredible facility that is. Um, that's the way it goes in the NFL. When you build a, a new stadium, you get a Super Bowl within about two to three years. And, of course, the Super Bowl will be back out in L.A., in I believe five years, I might not be right, it might be four, uh, but I'm looking forward to going back to Los Angeles and um, seeing a lot of uh, L.A. Rams and former friends of my father, former friends that I got to know when I was playing and, and covering the NFL, and um, it's an honor. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, I will be going back to L.A. I'm going to make that commitment before uh, the end of the season this year to see a game. Um, I grew up in that stadium watching my father walking around the Coliseum floor as um as he practiced and, and with so many of the Rams teammates that are now Hall of Famers, guys like Jack, Jack Youngblood, Jackie Slater, um, and many, many others. Um, I also played there in the USFL, which was a great honor to step on the same field that my father played on when I was in the United States Football with, League with the Boston Breakers. Um, so you can imagine the emotion. So it's, uh, it's going to be really cool to come back and uh, just to check out the enthusiasm in the Los, greater Los Angeles area that the Rams are back and uh, they really have a great opportunity with USC being a little bit down and UCLA, you know, kind of kind of coming up. But um, the Dodgers, of course, have been the team in town uh, that the Lakers have gone down. So when I was there, the Rams were king of the hill. And, of course, the Trojans at USC were big and UCLA and, and, and Dodgers. And so it's such a great sports city and great to see that the NFL is back in the second largest market in the United States. So really a cool thing. I hope you've enjoyed first couple of weeks of the NFL has been very interesting. Um, uh, this year, there's a lot of teams that can get it done. Of course, um, you know, people have been talking about, and uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I'm sure you've been inundated by it on television and everything else with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing and, and um, sitting for the national anthem and all the attention that 
ESPN and other networks have afforded uh, that situation. Um, you're probably wondering, you know, well, Roman, what's your what's your uh, take on this in terms of what you, how you feel about it? First, let me say that we live in a great country. Uh, we live in a great country where many young men and young women have given their life through the military, and many police officers have given their lives to keep us safe in this country and, and emergency responders and the families of those people. So first and foremost, our flag, when we stand for the national anthem, says thank you to those thousands and thousands of people who gave their life and blood to make this country what it is and God we trust. Uh, so I was always taught when I was growing up playing football, no matter what level, especially when you get to college in the NFL when the national anthem's a big deal and it's on TV, um, I took my helmet off, left hel- hand, helmet in my left hand, right hand over my heart as we uh, said the national anthem. It was a pr- privilege. It was something as a football player that you took pride in, and it was something that our whole team believed in. And, um, you know, Colin Kaepernick has picked the wrong place to make a statement, and there's nothing wrong with making statements, and, and you know, we have our First Amendment rights and all those kind of things. So his statement is not the thing that bothers me, even though he's a, he, it can be sometimes a little misinformed. Uh, but he certainly has the right to do it, just as other NFL players do. But people pay a lot of money to see NFL players, and as difficult as life is today and as many things as we're facing in this country and the dangers that we're facing in this country, people want to go to a sporting event, and they want to relax, and they want to enjoy watching the game they came to see. So my message to Colin Kaepernick and a few other NFL players is, you know, let's let's get on with playing the game and let's also respect our teammates because I don't believe um, that the whole team has been galvanized by it. Trent Dilfer, former Super Bowl champion for the Baltimore Ravens who played for the Niners, came out and said he had a conversation with the president of the Niners and that there was a broken locker room, which I'm sure there is. Um, there are some guys on that team who believe in our country and believe in that, who disagree with the stand. When you go out on a football field, you go out as one. And um, when there are military men and there are police officers and there are people that protect and give us the right to play a great game like, like football or any other thing we do in our life, then we need to respect those people first and foremost. So my message to Colin and the rest of the guys is, and I've been around Colin Kaepernick, um, hey, do it in the locker room. If you want to do it after the game, tell the press. If you want to do it you know, on TV, go on radio and television shows all during the week, fine. But leave it off the field. Um, our, our great military men and, and, and law enforcement officers deserve that. Our country deserves that. It's the one thing, if we keep destroying everything that we hold dear, if we keep challenging this, and remember, he's not challenging the flag, but the bottom line is by, by making the statement he makes during that, he makes the flag the subject, and what he's trying to accomplish gets completely washed out from millions of Americans. So I'm not listening to Colin and what he has to say because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the national anthem. I'm thinking about my country when the national anthem's playing. So I hope that this dies down. Should we have a conversation about race in our country? Should we have a conversation about anything in our country if it's educated, if it's truthful, and if it's honest, and if everybody can be heard, certainly that's the country that we live in. But I just think that it's the wrong time to do it. So that's kind of my two cents. If you're wondering about as a former NFL player and as a former pro football player and college coach, um, I take it very seriously, the national anthem. It is, um, besides my faith in God, 
that is the most held and, and, and secretive and personal thing that you can do in pledging allegiance and in listening to the national anthem. And, and you know, one thing I will tell you about 97% of the players in the NFL, when the national anthem's going, their they're hands on their heart, they're singing, they're thinking about their country, they're thinking about the sacrifices they're made, they're thinking about how fortunate they are. I used to get uh, very emotional because I used to think about how fortunate and blessed I am to play a great game and to do it professionally, something that you love, something you grew up dreaming about. And here's the second thing. It's very simple. Um, you know, we're to be role models. Think about the kids in our country. We already have uh, high schools and junior high students now kneeling and now holding their fists up. And, and where does it go? To, does it go to Pop Warner? Um, are we giving a message to kids? You know, Colin has a responsibility to the youth of America as well. And those kids don't understand what's at stake and what's being talked about. They just see somebody they look up to, a star athlete, whether that's in any sport, you know, not respecting the flag. Is that what we really want to teach our next generation? Is that what we really want to teach our kids? I don't. Uh, so when I talk to kids in schools, I talk about respecting your God-given abilities, respecting the flag, respecting your country, respecting those above you, your parents, your teachers, your coaches, and understanding that the world's not perfect, and, but we live in the greatest country on the face of the earth, and we should be grateful for everything that we have. So there you go. I'm just knocking on the soapbox, standing hard, but uh, I had to get that out, and I'm glad that I did. Also, also, on November 8th, I want everybody to vote because I will be out voting early, and I, I, uh, you know, I really don't want to hear from, from Christians or from people out there that say that they don't want to vote, that they're not going to. That is not our choice. Our choice is to vote. You make your personal decision what you want to do, but I want our country back, and that means we need to get out and vote because the last election, it cost us dearly by not voting. So please vote. When we come back, we'll finish it off right here on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. Hi, this is Hunter Smith, author of The Jersey Effect. The Jersey Effect is a book that I wrote about my NFL career. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Back on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Really always enjoy having high-profile, high-impact people who cover the world of sports but cover it for the right reasons, you know. We're finding more and more people out there that uh, it isn't just about scores. It isn't just about injury reports. It isn't just about matchups. It isn't just about personnel. But what you want to know as fans is you want to know who the people are and you want to know the stories behind them. And we found that out very early on when we were covering the Super Bowl. Um, this would be my 25th Super Bowl. My first one, I believe, was Pittsburgh and Dallas and Phoenix. And one of the things back then that nobody really asked the personal questions. It was always about the game. And, of course, players that spend a week at Super Bowl site are asked those questions over and over and over again about the game. And by about the end of uh, – the second day, they've just about had it with uh, hearing those questions. So when we began to ask questions about their life, about their life story, about some tragedy in their life, about overcoming obstacles, about adversity, about family, 
um, they began to tell stories that no one had ever heard before. And um, I can remember newspaper people getting upset at us. I can remember people turning off cameras and saying, what are you doing asking those questions? How, how dare you ask a question about their faith or about them being a Christian? And what happened slowly but surely over the years with the help of people like Reggie White, Don Beebe, um, Kurt Warner, and others, uh, was that they began to realize that they were hearing stories for the first time that their readers would want to hear. And um, I can remember uh, about five years in where they began to let us ask the questions because they knew that we would ask the questions that their readers and their listeners and their viewers would want to know that they could never know any other way. So uh, people like Rachel and, uh, and others that we talked to on this program that are all about the stories, all about the love of the game, all about how the game is given someone a platform to make a difference in someone's life. Now, that's real power. That's real impact. That's real life. So um, it's really cool uh, to have people like that on share that with you. And, and we never run out of them, by the way. You know, you may see a lot of negative out there, and you may see a lot of things where you go, man, it sure is negative sports. But that's what the, that's what the channels and, and others like to focus on is the negative stories. Me, uh, I enjoy bringing you positive stories. They don't, they're always a happy ending, um, but they're real. And uh, that's, the, that's the life you're living. That's the life they live. That's what makes them like us uh, when we play the game. And uh, that's what's uh, brought me through a lot of things in my life has been my experience in athletics. And then you, then you uh, couple that with a relationship with Jesus, with a walk with God, and you now have real meaning to your life in your relationships, in your marriages, in your job, in the passion that you have, in your vision and goals. And that's what we're all about is sold out, encouraging you to be sold out to God, sold out to your vision, sold out to your passion, sold out to the people you love around you, and more importantly, sold out to the people uh, that need you, uh, that have a need. Um, and that's our job as Christians, to reach out to people who not only have a spiritual need, but a physical need or emotional need or a mental need, whatever it is that we can be there to be high impact and to be the hands, the feet, and the words of Jesus. Because some people will never read a Bible, but they'll see a Bible in you and me. So that's really cool. Uh, to to have people like that on our program. Uh, now let's get to uh, let's get to sold out on sports, and uh, this week it's sold out on football. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna give you an idea of what's going on on the NFL schedule um, this week, week three. Believe it or not, here we go. This is Roman's top picks of the week. All right, we started it out Thursday night with Houston and New England, and uh, here are my top three picks for tomorrow's games. And also there's a Monday night game between Atlanta and New Orleans. Um, you know, this was really interesting. There's some really good football games uh, on slate. Um, here's number one. It's an uh, East, Eastern division uh, in the NFC, NFC East. Washington Redskins, believe it or not, 0-2, trying to bounce back. Uh, they need a win bad. Redskins at the New York Giants, and the Giants are looking good under Eli Manning. Should be a, one of those knockdown, drag-out football games. They always seem to play it close and play it well. 1 o'clock p.m. on Fox at MetLife Stadium. That's game number one. Um, and uh, two 1-1 one one teams uh, from the West, San Francisco, the Niners, uh, after playing the Panthers close on a short week uh, traveling to Charlotte here, uh, really unexpectedly gave the Panthers uh, a run for their money in the first three quarters before uh, relenting to Cam Newton and company. 
It'll be the Niners at the Seattle Seahawks. What in the world's with the Seahawks? If they're having trouble scoring. Um, last week, all they could muster was three against the uh, L.A. Rams in the Coliseum and lost that football game 6-3, to three, believe it or not. And the Rams haven't scored a touchdown this year, but they're 1-1. One one. So Niners and Seattle, two 1-1 one one teams, 4.05 p.m. late game on Fox at CenturyLink in Seattle, where Seattle plays much better at home. Look for them to break out on offense. But uh, these two teams don't like each other, so it should be a really interesting matchup. Um, this is the interconference battle, uh, which I think is going to be one of the top games of the day. It's uh, the 2-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger will lead the Steelers in a very talented offense into Philadelphia. Um, Carson Wentz, man, 2-0. Uh, and uh, Surprise, rookie, getting the job done out of uh, – North Dakota State, so uh, the young rookie will go up against the Steelers. And he and a lot of people are liking him a little bit too, Ben Roethlisberger. So Steelers at Eagles, late game, CBS at Lincoln Financial Field. So those are your top three games. Washington at New York, a 1 o'clock game, and the two late games that I'm picking, San Francisco at Seattle and Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. Uh, then Sunday night game should be a good one, the Chicago Bears at the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, Cowboys looking pretty good as well, so it should be a good football game. The Monday night's matchup is Atlanta at New Orleans, so that should be really interesting. Uh, we'll see what, what goes on there. Let's go to college football. Uh, we've got stuff going on tonight. Uh, let's give you your matchups. I always like the late-night game. I like to pick a good late-night game. Of course, on the East Coast, that means we're staying up for a while. Um, this is an interesting game between uh, two teams that got pretty good offenses. Uh, Colorado gave Michigan what they wanted at the big house last week, uh, much improved against an Oregon team uh, that went in, uh, that, that lost last week in a, in a tight football game. Um, should, be, should be a good one. Colorado at Oregon, 530 on the Pac-12 network. That's Colorado and Oregon. Uh, my game number two for you. Uh, should, should be a good battle. Uh, Southeast Conference, number 17, Arkansas, the Hogs, against Texas A.M., the number 10 team in the country. These two teams have a great following, great tradition. Uh, Texas A&M, the 12th man. So the Hogs go on the road to play Texas A&M. 9 p.m. on ESPN should be a really good one. Um, and then late-night game. Let's give you a late-night game for you guys that want to stay up, get your favorite beverage, sit up. Enjoy some late-night Pac-12 football. It's the Huskies of Washington, number nine-ranked team in the country. They'll travel to Arizona to play the Wildcats, so Washington and Arizona. Uh, so your three games, Colorado at Oregon, Washington at Arizona, and Arkansas at Texas A&M. Those are my three picks, so enjoy your college football and your NFL football. If you're a PGA golf fan, this is it. Uh, the final leg of the Tour Championship at East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta. They've done it all year to qualify. Uh, the last ones are standing, so you can check that out on NBC. And um, it'll be very interesting to see who comes away with the FedEx Cup. Your standings right now uh, in the FedEx Cup standings are Dustin Johnson at number one, Patrick Reed, Adam Scott, Jason Day, Paul Casey, Roy McElroy, Jordan Spieth, Russell Knox, and uh, Jimmy Walker. Of course, you got the FedEx Cup uh, going on, and you also got the Race for the Chase on NASCAR Week 2 of that playoff system. So a lot for sports. Enjoy yourself. 
I want to thank you to Rachel Barbo from Sirius XM Sports and College Football for coming in with us. Have a great sports weekend. God bless you. To sold out sports talk with Roman Gabriel III on AFR Talk. Podcasts of this program are available at AFR.net. Thanks for listening and join us again next week for Sold Out Sports Talk. Now I'm a sold out believer.